Welcome to Your Dream Gym, a podcast from The Collective, where we talk to people in the fitness industry about what motivates them, the kind of workouts that they love, and what their dream gym looks like. In season one, we've got a great lineup of guests from rockstar fitness instructors to chief execs, consultants, and business founders. The purpose of The Collective is to share, collaborate, and grow. And you can find out more and join the conversation on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Before we get into the chat today with Katie Bulmer-Cook and find out about her chicken and noodles um, and her socks and how she focuses more on education and workshops rather than challenges, I just want to say a big thanks for the feedback we've already got for episodes one and two. Um, And if you want to get involved in your dream gym in season two, then please reach out on the social media or drop me an email to guy at ggfit.com. But let's get straight in now to episode three of Your Dream Gym with Katie Bulmer-Cook. Uh, I'm Guy Griffiths and I'm really pleased to be joined today by Katie Bulmer-Cook, who, if you don't know, um, is a multi-award winning personal trainer and fitness professional. She's a celebrity trainer, a fitness presenter, director and speaker consultant to the fitness industry, or as the headline in her bio says, as you can probably tell, a hardworking Northern lass. Welcome to the podcast, Katie. <laughs> thank you for having us. Uh, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Cool. Yeah, good, thanks. Good. Yeah, really good to have you here. Um, so yeah, let's jump straight into the um, to, to talking or getting towards your, your dream gym by finding out what your exercise goals are or why you, you know, why do you work out? Um, I think my reasons for working out have changed over the years. So sure. in my 20s, um, especially in my early 20s, I'll be open and honest, it was all about aesthetics. It was all about how yep. I looked, um, building a body that looked a certain way. And for that time in my life, it was great. Um, once I had my me, me first baby, um, she's uh-huh. now 11, um, my goals changed slightly. I, I did feel that... I still wanted to be in that same shape, but I started to put a lot more focus on what was happening on the inside, like putting my body back together after yeah. baby. So it became, yes, it was still aesthetic driven, but I had more of a focus on on health, I guess, and, and what sure. my body needed at that time. Um, and that continued again until I had my second baby. He's three now. Yeah. Then... Since I had Bobby, I would say my reasons for exercising and my goals have changed again. And okay. I think like most people, I still want to be in good shape. I still want to wear the clothes I want to wear and all that sort of stuff. But um, when I was pregnant with Bobby, mm-hmm. I had some complications and actually had to spend the last 20 weeks of my pregnancy in bed, um, okay. which is not enjoyable. I mean, I can't. No. I've got to be honest and say that I did I did leave the house a few times and um, but was not very well right and for the first time in my life was unable to exercise and that was the first time that I realized how much I relied on exercise um for mental health yeah I was, it totally totally changed my mood not being able to exercise that I couldn't mm. even go for a walk I was in pain all the time and because I've always exercised my whole life, I guess I'd taken for granted just how good exercise made us feel. Yeah. So now, um, 
yes, like everyone, I want to be in good shape. I want to wear the clothes I want to wear. Um, mm. Still want to look after myself, my health internally, as well as externally. But I also now exercise to feel good. And I guess I've always done that. I just didn't mm. realize that I was. But now I consciously exercise to feel good. Yeah. And you, I, th I think, you know, as, as people in the fitness industry, we do, we, we almost naturally do it. But yeah, then when it's taken away, we were, we were chatting a little bit earlier about, you know, when you're not allowed, to, you know, when you are in isolation or whatever else, but, you know, to go out and maybe slightly bend the rules. We're not talking big party, big garden parties here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to go out for a walk or, or just do some activity or get outside for, because it's really important. Yeah, for physical health and for moving around. God knows, 20 weeks in pretty much in bed would, yeah, would finish a lot of us off. <laughs> um, but yeah mentally as well it's so important right yeah for sure and um, and i will never ever ever take that for granted again mm, yeah so originally aesthetics um but but a, a kind of seesaw maybe to yeah a little bit of aesthetics now but a lot more about health both you know men mentally and physically particularly having experienced what it's like to you know to to, to be told to do nothing yeah, 100%. Sure. Um, and what kind of workout, you know, when, when you're doing a workout or an activity, what's your favourite kind of workout, Katie? Oh, Guy, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. Um, yeah. One one rule I live by is that you shouldn't do the same thing over and over again. Okay. Even if it's, even if you create progression within that, that one type of exercise, I think it's First of all, I think it's a shame to miss out on trying other things and just instead mm -hmm. staying in one lane. But also, the body just benefits so much from doing lots of different things. So, yeah. I like to run. I like to box. I like to do functional training. Um, I'd play sport if there was if there was a team I could join doing anything. Um, mm -hmm. But I also think it's really important to complement all of the the higher intensity, higher impact stuff with things like, um, I like to do hot yoga, I like to do Pilates. Um, and I I replicate that with my clients as well, like whatever their goal is, mm -hmm. I really believe that everybody should be doing at least Pilates once a week um, or some sort of stretch-based, core-focused yep. activity to complement mm. everything else. So, with clients, sometimes I'll build that into their program. Or sometimes I'll say, right, I would recommend that you go to this class on a Monday. And if yeah. you know, it's taken out of your hands, you don't have to um, do it on your own at home. But I do think a little bit of everything goes a long way. Yeah. So, yeah, variety is the spice of life, I, I guess. Or it's a, it's a Kellogg's variety pack of, of, mm -hmm. uh, of workouts that you're doing. Probably not Kellogg's, that's full of sugar. Um, <laughs> I think uh, as well it's good to be I like to be fit all year round like just yeah. be fit all the time and then if a certain challenge comes along like say someone says oh do you fancy doing a, a 10k run yeah. at an event and I feel like I'd be ready I could just be ready to do that all of the time or if mm. another challenge came along where you might need to tweak your training to be more specific you're not going from a a real stand and start to doing this huge challenge you've got a good baseline of fitness strength and um, core stability everything so that yeah. it's just a small leap to tweak your training rather mm. than a leap to be able to do that challenge 
I guess, I mean, that's you're, you are practicing what you're preaching as well in, in doing all, all those variety of things. But um, it's important for important for everyone to have that variety rather than be doing one workout or be doing just don't get me wrong just pilates is fine and there's lots yeah. of bonuses to just does pilates and and actually loves it um but then you know, obviously she's active around that as well yeah um but but yeah having the blend is is a, really good and then when those challenges come along you can be ready you can be up ready to up your game to a 10k or a half marathon or yeah. or whatever else yeah. um and if, you are sorry not a marathon yet. Um, Not a marathon. Half is where I'll stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same actually. I've done a, I've done a bunch of halves, but I don't, I don't need to move on to harder drugs. I don't think I'd raise any more money from chat for charity, which is why I, I, one of the main reasons I do it, mm -hmm. a half marathon is, yeah, that's fine for me. Yeah. You need to give up too much other stuff, I think, to do a proper one. Yeah, you do. I'll happily check out at a half marathon. Yeah. Cool um so running boxing functional training um and these are the kind of things that you're that, that i see you doing on on what you know whatever social streams you're often boxing with clients there's a lot of that going on at the moment isn't there is that yeah, something i'd wanted to i'd wanted to update the boxing qualifications for a long time and um, mm -hmm. i did when i was fairly new to the industry when i was about 17 18 i did my boxer size qualification yeah i loved i was really excited to do that and um, but like recent recently maybe maybe it's getting on for a year ago now actually and um, mm -hmm. i've always enjoyed boxing wanted to do more of it so trained with box and burn in la and um, and just love their method love their yeah. education um, and clients love it as well i mm. think everyone just finds boxing such a great stress relief it's one of those types of exercise where you have to focus on it a hundred percent because if yeah. for a second your mind goes somewhere else, like what have I got to get at the shops or what have I got to do when I get back to work? Like yeah. you lose it, you lose it. Yeah. So it really is as good physically and um, as it is mentally. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So yeah, that, that mindfulness aspect of it, it you've got to be in the zone. You can't, you, you know, and that I, I think that's what a lot of people get from, you know, a lot of good workouts, whatever it is. Um, it is the, um, you're not on a treadmill watching EastEnders or whatever <laughs> else. You you are absolutely focused on your workout. Otherwise, you're in trouble, right? You've got to be present. And I think that's good for in terms of learning and learning a new skill. But mm. it's good for just like so many of us have got so much to juggle. And it is important that we all have time for ourselves. And yeah. it certainly provides that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very And it's very now, isn't it, boxing? There's a lot of boxing clubs opening yeah very on trend and i think it's also so well my clients tell us this it's something that a lot of people want to learn how to do but um also feel a little bit oh i'm not sure about going to a boxing gym and sure. find that atmosphere quite intimidating or even going to a class because there's a feeling that oh everybody else knows what to do and also yeah. a lot of people feel uncomfortable holding the mitts for somebody else in the class whereas when you do it on a one-to-one -one basis you'll only ever be thrown punches it and you won't yes. any yeah i think there is i've been i've been chatting to a couple of people about it in terms of i think there is a worry as well of people going to a boxing fitness class that they are gonna get hit in the head which is yeah. you know that's we're talking about boxing fit really here rather than an actual boxing if you're I'm sure if you want to go and join a boxing club then yeah you might be sparring but generally speaking that the, the focus and and the as you say the intense workout you get from it is really good right 
yeah and I, I've, I've got no desire to spar with anyone like my nose is currently already broken i don't oh. need any more i don't need any more hits to the nose so and um, yeah i'm all up for non-contact boxing fitness only <laughs> cool cool so let's let's get into a little bit about your your dream gym what um what does your dream gym look like katie Oh, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've sat and thought about this. So <laughs> when I knew this was going to be a question, I was thinking, I hope he's got three hours for this podcast. <laughs> as long um, as you need. So there's quite a lot of things um, together in my in my dream gym. So I am a huge fan of small group training. Yep. And that would be the thing that would lead my dream gym. So it wouldn't be a huge facility. Mm-hmm. I would say like semi-private and um, don't ask us about square feet because I haven't got a clue. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, but more accessory based, so less machine based. Yeah. And more um, like at my in my little studio that I've got at home, I have things like barbells, bands, some sandbags, mm-hmm. medicine ball, those sorts of things, kettlebells, dumbbells. And yeah. yeah, accessory based rather than fixed machine, so that things can be moved around a lot and yeah. the format can be changed a lot. And it would definitely focus on small group training. I would definitely have a boxing fitness element in there. Okay, cool. So maybe a little area with um like a heavy bag uh-huh. or um even some of the the, the smaller stuff that, that you can get your hands on now like uh, i don't know the name of it actually where it like the, the it spins spins around and yeah just things that take up less space and yes. in, yeah. in the, box yeah, the kind of dodge the, the the dodge and hit and or yeah, yeah re- that's what re- um reaction so yeah. reaction stuff as well i guess some um yeah, some of the reaction stuff maybe some some like light reaction lights on the wall um yeah. and then i'd like to have off that main area, I would have a, a mind body studio, and I taught in a, a mind body studio probably about 12 13 years ago. And this studio was really quite ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. It had like a water feature and um, like a little waterfall coming out, but his head's all over like it was totally soundproof. Nice. The floor was beautiful, so like a real mind body specific studio, yeah. yeah. And then I'd have a little door at the back and you go out there the little door and there'd be a little bit of outdoor space as well, like with some turf. Nice. Maybe things like battle ropes, a sled, that sort of thing. But um, so that you could, if the weather was nice, you could take the accessory-based classes that happen indoors, yeah. outside, um, but then equally that that outdoor space could have its own purpose as well. Mm. Um, but I've really that's how it would that's how I'd like it to look at, in terms of a spec, I guess. Yeah, sure. And um, but the vibe of it, I'd like it to be really friendly. Yeah. And, and making friendships. I, I you say so many people just go to the gym and go in, do their thing, mm-hmm. come out, never speak to anyone. But that's such a shame. I've made I've made some of my um best and favorite friends through exercise yeah and um, we're all spending way more time on our own now because so many more people are working from home and they're not going mm-hmm. in to see people so i would really encourage 
friendships and I do that via the format of the class like working in pairs actually physically introducing people because even though we're all adults isn't it amazing how you can go to classes you can exercise next to someone and never speak a word of them but purely out of well I don't know if that person will want to speak to me or not so I would actively like create some sort of system for pairing people up introducing people have social lots of social occasions and I would I would definitely take inspiration from David Lloyd on that because I am a David Lloyd member and there's always something social going on there like it's a you could definitely be a member there and never even go in the gym there's just so much to do socially so yeah that Mm -hmm. would vibe happy smiley and everybody just (laughs) it sounds like really fluffy doesn't it but everybody just having a a good time but that's listen it's your dream gym so if it is if if you want it if if you want to describe it as fluffy you would i'd describe it as you know that's that's amazing well of course i'd go down the retention route but if you know if everyone knows everyone you'd almost be you know working with each other to make sure people stay and i think you know you're almost networking and um you know buddying people up or mm-hmm. pairing people off this is not dating this is you know it's just it's a gym but well, friendship uh, dating. actually yeah could be um and what about that terrace i'm thinking that that, that terrace sounds prime for uh you know if it's a nice evening you're out there holding some events yeah and i'd love to see people do, and they've done a little bit of this at my local day but i'd actually and um, mm-hmm. doing the class and then maybe having a bottle of heineken zero afterwards <laughs> rock and roll yep. you know like um a class and a beer a Absolutely. class like you can pick some food up afterwards but really give people a reason to stay afterwards and not just shower and leave or leave straight away after the class i'd really yeah. want to encourage that That's yeah there's a big 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 um i'm sure I'm, I'm sure people have seen and i'm sure it, i'm sure it's okay to mention the brand but um a big box gym in london mm-hmm. i.e gym box yeah, yeah they're doing their six packs you know come and get a six pack and afterwards share a six pack yeah um I mean, that's that's very on brand for for those mm-hmm. guys but uh yeah why not do a workout and then have a beer or a you know again very on trend at the moment an alcohol free beer afterwards yeah. that's Some how you, get, you mentioned retention like that's that's how you get people to stay it's the 100 it's the relationships that people build and another part of my dream gym would be that mm-hmm. there would be a big focus on on that small group fitness so that people yeah. can interact with each other and they build a rapport with the instructor yeah and i pay me instructors well <laughs> um, because they are just such a huge part of why people stay at a club mm. so um i think it, the more human interaction the better they would have none of this letting yourself in with a fingerprint carry on you know a proper receptionist with a proper face yeah saying hello using names and yeah. um you know knowing who worked out with who last time or maybe that's down to the instructors but uh you know knowing, knowing that katie and guy last week did a workout together so actually i'm going to make sure they're working out with someone different this week yeah. um yeah it's one of the one of the ways that I always run various different, you know, golf networks and things like that. You don't want the same people working out or playing together each yeah. week or each month. You want to try and mix them up. Guy, I always remember, um, I must have been about 19, 20, and I was working on the gym floor in a big mm-hmm. club, and we got a new gym manager, and he came in with all of these ideas, 
And at first I thought, oh my God, he's absolutely nuts. Like, why is he making us do this? I just kept it in myself. It was just my own thoughts. It was 19, yeah. thinking, wow, this guy's crazy. He came in with, he gave us all clipboards and they had like a grid on. And yeah. every day you had to speak to at least 20 members, but also find out their name and two facts about them that you didn't already know. Yeah. And I looked at that sheet and I thought, how on earth? And I was a chatty person. And yeah. I was thinking, how on earth am I going to be able to like get all this information? Why is he doing this to us? And then the other thing he used to get us to do was go and fill up members' water bottles. Just go up to someone on the treadmill, can I fill that bottle up for you? And just mm -hmm. go water fountain. And it took us a few a few weeks, but then the penny dropped. This is like he's trying to get everybody, not just to interact and say hello. He's trying to yeah. go like the next layer. And I look back at my time with him and some of it was like pretty brutal because he was a very like, and mm. um, he was a, he was a lion in terms of his, his management style. But with hindsight, he was the making of me and actually we had a lot of values that aligned with each other. We just presented yeah. them in a slightly different way and yeah. stuff that I learned back then that has stayed with us throughout my fitness career in terms of like interaction and building those relationships. That's right. I always, this is about you, not me, but the, the, you know, the, I always see people in, in training courses and workshops and the ones that want to speak to more people and don't want to speak to the same people. And it sounds like you had that same experience, mm -hmm. which is why you are where you are now. Um, you know, it's, it's ambitious people who, who want to make more friends or have more interesting days yeah. um, compared to the ones where well, I'm going to go and spot Dave. Cause I always spot Dave when he comes in and you know, that's going to, not particularly make my day but that's what i need to do it's not about that it's about meeting more new people but then i think in your dream gym it's about helping the members to do that by the sound of things you know in in that small group um that small group section and also you're building in your variety of you know that there's there's lots of different things you can be doing you're taking the kettlebells or battle ropes or whatever it is outside onto the terrace um and you know mixing it up changing it up so that they're getting that variety which is just going to be a, a great vibe right guy yeah, totally making us want to actually open this gym sorry <laughs> <laughs> get, get, get down the bank after this yeah <laughs> we'll get <Cool>. away. <laughs> um cool and what does um in terms of progression or um you know measurement of i mean I think one of the progressions is people making more friends and getting more connected to people. Mm. But what else does progression look like in your club? Um, I think this uh, probably hard to quantify this, but traditionally we do we weigh, we measure, which is all good and it's all fine. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about fitness testing, often that makes people a little bit scared because everyone For thinks. Sure their skill days and the bleep test and all of that awful stuff yeah. and so to me it looks like whatever the member wants it to look like because nice. there will be some people that just want to come for the social element and mm -hmm. i think that's nothing to be embarrassed about that's mm -hmm. absolutely fine so when a member comes what's your goal i want to meet new people great well let's talk in two weeks how many how many new people do you know and yeah. um, through that i would like to be able to offer at the other end of the scale and um, the whole package in terms of stats tracking so i'm a big fan of um i'm sure you've seen it the body tracks machine yeah 
love love that i like that it, it keeps all your data in there and um, absolutely access that you've got it on the app so i'd like to do all i guess the tra the traditional stuff mm -hmm. and, and the stats but i'd also like to do the the relationship and, and the um more i guess an emotional side of how many yeah. people you know how do you feel about i'm training the client at the minute actually i sat down and asked about our goals and she said well at the minute i've just really don't enjoy exercise and, and the thought of it just fills us with dread i would mm -hmm. just like to get to a point where i'm enjoying my workout and i'm looking forward to it so yeah. we just find that on a scale of one to ten ten being i look forward to every workout and i really enjoy exercise mm -hmm. one being i hate both and um, so yeah in, including that and the, I 100% have a body tracks machine in there. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, in terms of, and for the, for those who want to pop their socks off and jump on it every month, or often, you know, often yeah. a bit more than that, often too often. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It's a it's a great way of measuring, and um, yeah, something something I'm I'm very keen on as well. And other challenges as well. We talked about different, you know, running challenges or things like that 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 you do. Um, mm. are there any specific challenges you'd have running in your in your um, perfect gym yeah so I'd like to encourage kind of the same feeling that I have about exercise sure. let's be consistent all year round let's mm -hmm. consistently exercise let's consistently make better food choices etc and then if you want to do a challenge like say you've got a, a holiday coming up or you want to go run a 10k then do a challenge or like tighten the belt a little bit more yeah. on certain areas but the main focus would be on consistency and I think maybe rather than challenges I'd like to do more um education and workshops like yeah things that are, that we in the fitness industry would find probably super basic but would really benefit like yeah. you remember things like how to squat properly how to do a, a deadlift properly how to do a kettlebell swing properly like mm -hmm in exercises that would feature heavily in, in some of the workouts and but right let's break this down and let's make sure that you're getting the most out of this mm. and um, just kind of throwing you in and you're doing an all right job at everything let's let's really like drill down on things like techniques so yeah i think rather than like challenges as such i would do yeah. more workshops and education no, I think that's that's a, a really good point, and it's it, it is something that you're right. The industry misses because it's, I'm I'm not I'm not a fitness professional. I'm I'm more the kind of you know management data motivation guy, but um, most people do. I, I often joke about which way you do a lap pull down, but as mm -hmm. you say, a good lifting technique, good squatting technique. You know, I've got a few ideas about it, and you know, watching kids at rugby do squats, you know, mm -hmm. almost touching the floor with their nose. You're going, guys. Yeah, you know, this is not preparing you to get into the tackle. So there, there is more education needed, absolutely. And the stuff that we as an industry think is simple and everyone knows yeah. isn't. So um, I think that's a really good point. So you've got um, you've got education and workshops running, um, probably a little bit more than challenges, but there's some challenges there. Um, and you've got your body tracks um, machine and other measures if people want that, but if people just want a you know, how am I feeling about exercise today on a scale of one to ten? They're just looking to increase that from from time to time. Um, and that's why it would be great to be able to offer everyone that consultation at yep. the start. 
like let's really find out why you're here mm. let's make sure you get what you want from it and then let and by doing that that'll make sure that you stay yeah absolutely yeah so yeah in consultation i think rather than induction um but yeah traditionally called an induction yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Can't so, be doing any of those grim gym mid reductions here's a quick start on the treadmill make sure oh, you hang no. on in case you fall off like no no <laughs> no everyone every, everyone well, nearly everyone who's been to a gym has had an induction and nearly all of them were bad yeah. so um but yeah some some sort of consultation goal setting coaching rather than um r- rather than this is how you use a treadmill i don't think i've ever heard anybody come out of a gym induction and go oh my god that gym that induction was amazing, was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right um, well, it sounds like an amazing gym, Katie. Um, small group training with uh, lot, lots of accessories. There's a bit of a boxing area. You've got your mind-body um, zone or room or area with its with its waterfall in, um, yeah. and then that 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 little door at the back. I was wondering what was going to be through there, but um, that the, the that outdoor terrace area sounds gr- great to move the kit out to. But also, um, so, sorry, my suggestion rather than yours. But if you're getting everyone together. And on a yeah. on a nice summer evening. Why not? Sounds great. Sounds great for either your workshops or some kind of workshop stroke and um, party. Once once we're allowed to have those again, maybe we are by the time this goes out. Yeah, um, yeah what 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 an amazing place. Let's let's um let's do a couple of um. Sorry, is there anything else about your dream gym that we've not got to? You said you needed three hours. Uh, but, um, well, they're they're definitely the headlines. I mean, I could probably nice. bang on about it for three hours, but <laughs> they're the headlines. We'll do an extended, uh, we'll do it, yeah, an extended remix of this at some point. Then we'll come back. Um, in terms of a couple of quick fire questions, then, um, what was your, um, what was your last workout, or when, when were you last active, and what was um, it? Last active yesterday, and I was doing a live workout on the Pure Energy Music Facebook page. Nice. Did a box and fitness workout, so body weight only. And it was um, dynamic stretch and warm up, a little bit of boxing technique into uh-huh. an easy combination, followed by two lower body conditioning blocks, and then some um, shadow boxing to finish. Sounds amazing. Is that recorded? Can we go back and watch that? It is actually. If you um, yeah. go to the Pure Energy Facebook Pure Energy. page, it's up there. Okay, we'll look that one up then. Um, in terms of your pre or post workout fuel what's your what's what's your go-to um fuel either pre or post or both uh, well i have to say i do prefer to exercise on an empty stomach i'm yep. one of those people and post you know what guy i like everything <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love food i love food and um, well if we think about what i ate, what did i come in eat yesterday i'm just boring to be honest and um, just a chicken stir fry Nice. But sometimes when I'm cooking a chicken stir fry, I just have a small t- tin of beans cold with a spoon. And and if I'm really starving while my tea's cooking, so yeah, it's a little bit of a weird one. <laughs> no, it sounds sounds good. It's not it's, there's lots lots of people on, you know, shakes and this and Huel and that and the other chicken stir fry it sounds perfect to me. With a a, a chase of a cold tin of beans. <laughs> yeah, lovely. <laughs> perfect. Um and um find what 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 are your what's your essential gear what what would be the three things that you would always have in your bag for a workout 
I always have spare socks. I'm obsessed with socks. And like, right. but I have to have, it sounds so particular and so weird, but I like, I'm obsessed with long socks. So uh -huh. trainer socks are gone for me. I like something that covers the ankle. So, I like, and if, if I ever win the lottery, I'd buy a new pair of socks to wear every single day. I'd wear a new pair of socks, brand new out the packet. Um, right. So yeah, <laughs> always socks, socks, always water bottle. Yeah. Um, Cause I just drink so much when I exercise. And then I think there's a lot of people would agree with us on this one a my zone belt. Cause if you yeah. didn't, the my zone belt, did it even happen? That's right. Yeah. If you're not recording your maps, you've not yeah. worked out. I just think that is a fantastic piece of kit. I've used it probably for about seven or eight years. And it's, it's one of the, of the many things in the fitness industry that stood the test of time. Yeah. Like I know it's developed and obviously there's the new switch out and stuff now, but at its core, it's the, it's still the same product, yeah. but it's, it's stood the test of time and, and like everybody can get on board with it. I sound like I'm on commission. I'm not. Um, no, no, no. I was chatting, yeah, I was chatting to someone earlier about, you know, it's sync, you know, going, yeah, I put my shoes on and, and I've got my long socks on or whatever else. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> got my podcast lined up ready to listen and then I'm spending five minutes syncing my my zone belt getting ready to go thinking if if I can't get that synced it's not yeah. going to count yeah it's it's a must have and um, so get anyone that's thinking about one get one 100 percent. yeah for sure cool well amazing we're 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 kind of at the 30 we're at 30 minute the half an hour mark so um that's um amazing in terms of your your perfect gym it's, it's small small group training setup um focusing more on health and like physical mental fitness now rather than rather than aesthetics yeah. um which i think is the same as a lot of us um get older um yeah lo loads of nice accessories a nice mind body studio um you've got your your body tracks or some kind of um uh yeah body composition monitor there to check people out and um, running lots of education sessions yeah that sounds that sounds like a place I want to be. Yeah, me too. I look forward to joining you there once you've. Uh, yeah, so yeah, sounds like you're going off to make to make more plans now. Yeah, I'm going to have to go, guy. I've got a gym to build. Brilliant. Well, thank you ever so much for joining us, Katie. If people want to find out more about you, um, I mean, every every probably social network you're on, pretty much. But what what would you what would you suggest people uh, hook up with you on? Uh, probably Instagram and um, if yep. you search Katie Bonnacook on all the usual places, you'll find us. Um, yeah, but mainly on Instagram. Yeah, nice one. Well, thank you ever so much again for your time and joining us on Your Dream Gym. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Well, thank you for having us. Hi, it's Guy back again with some thank yous and details of our next guest. Firstly, a big thanks to you for listening to this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. Um, and thank you, of course, again to Katie Bourne-Cook. Um, great to hear about the variety she loves in her workouts um, and the fact that she needs her specific socks in her gym bag. Um, I'd like to ask a couple of favours. Um, as I mentioned at the start, please um, do like and subscribe and share and review the podcast to help us to grow it. And if you know anyone who would like to get involved, either as a guest or as a sponsor in series two, then please do get in touch with us on the socials or email me at guy at ggfit.com. So next week, we're going to be talking to John Oxley, 
um, about running tracks around basketball courts, um, what bikes, walking, swimming, um, and Brian Steele's cycling program, amongst other things. So um, like and subscribe to the podcast and it'll pop back up in your stream next Tuesday. Thank you again for listening and we hope to see you soon.